All right, peeps, we're back. It's the AEW Insider. This is the Extreme Rules Prediction Show. And then tonight we'll do a result show. So we got the prediction, my predictions of the WWE pay-per-view tonight. And plus I do have some wrestling news. And then we're going to touch on the two internet sensations that popped up this week. Which is Chris Morgan, the bagel shop short guy with the bad temper. And Condo Chris. But first, let's get to Extreme Rules, of course. Remember, check us out on Twitter, AEW Insider 1, and also on Facebook under the AEW Insider. All right, we'll go to the main event. It is Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. It is an Extreme Rules match, of course, hence the pay-per-view name. Uh, I would love not for Baron Corbin to win because I like Corbin, but he's not championship material yet. I don't know if he ever will be with the gimmick that he's doing. But I'm a huge, huge Lacey Evans mark because that woman is going to be fucking huge. Like, for real, she's going to be one vicious champion. She's going to surpass Charlotte Flair, I'm telling you. People, I'm telling you, just watch. But, of course, it's not time yet. Seth and Rollins and Becky are hot. They're doing a couple things. They're on fire, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, WWE is going to let them win. So I have to go with Seth and Becky because they are going to win. But I would love for Lacey to win. Uh, we also do have the WWE Championship match, which is Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Now, again, I'm going with Samoa Joe. I would love Samoa Joe to win, but you know he's not going to be the one that WWE is going to have take the crown, take the belt off of Kofi. And it's crap. Samoa Joe, if you followed him through the Indies, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, what have you, that dude is friggin' awesome. Like, Samoa Joe is one of the best in the game right now. And even though he plays a heel character like a mofo, in real life, he's a super nice guy, but he can be, you know, bad if you make him. Uh, what you call it? But he's also a video gamer, a family man. He has his little crew. He's awesome. But this match is probably... Well, no. Samoa Joe could make it good. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not really looking forward to this pay-per-view, to be honest. Especially after last night. WWE's really got to step their game up. But, we you know, I've been a WWE fan since I came out the wound. My grandmother loved it. My great-grandmother. My mother, what have you. I went to my first wrestling show at Madison Square Garden when I was, like, three years old. But, uh, what you call it? We're huge wrestling marks. Like, back in my day when a pay-per-view came on... Everybody would gather around the TV. All family, older, young generations. And I remember my grandmother, my mother, they'd be screaming at the screen. Whether it was Hulk Hogan, the bad guy, get him, get him, get him. Like the house would be insane. So we love, love wrestling. So uh, what you call it? The Samoa Joe thing and thing like that. I hope I forget. I don't even know how I got on that tirade. It was, it was, excuse me, woven into what I was talking about before. But I forget where I was at. So is a part of me. The match I was at was Kofi and Samoa Joe. I'm going with Samoa Joe, but of course you know, of course you know Kofi Kingston is going to retain the title. Uh, we do have the Roman Reigns and Undertaker versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre in a no holds barred match. Now, my pick is Drew and Shane, of course. Not only do I love the heels, even though I don't love this Shane McMahon friggin' storyline that's been going on, but how many fucking times are you going to let Drew McIntyre win? Drew McIntyre is a beast. He worked for all he's got. You fired him. He came back bigger and better than ever. He's ready to be fucking champion. And every match, in and out, you're making him lose. Like, yeah, you'll put him over when they come out if he interferes in a match or they attack people after the match, but any 
any big match, you got the guy losing. How the hell are we supposed to see him as a credible threat or a champion in the future when you keep doing that? It's just bullshit. And then you got to wonder if they're even going to let them win because Undertaker's back. When does Undertaker come back anymore? Plus, Golden WWE's Golden Boy Roman Reigns. So Roman and Undertaker are probably going to win. And if so, it's complete utter bullshit. Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre need to win this match tonight. Then we do have Ricochet versus uh, AJ Styles again. We just see this a couple weeks ago on WWE TV. Anyway, Ricochet is awesome. I've been following King Ricochet since the Indies, what have you. There's a lot, a lot of people you follow on the Indies who make it to the big time WWE, and then they get buried. Uh, Adam Cole's not one of them, and Ricochet's definitely not one of them either. Ricochet's kicking ass. He just got the belt. There's no way he can lose it. Even though AJ Styles has the club and all that, what have you, I don't know how he's going to pull it off. But my pick is King Ricochet to retain the U.S. Championship tonight. Uh, we also do have Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. It's a last man standing match. Like I said, a lot of my picks a lot of times are not going to be popular. And I'm going to be wrong a lot because I go for the bad guys of the underdog. But I'm going for Bobby Lashley, man. Fuck that. Uh, Bobby Lashley is awesome. He just needs a personality. But the guy's a beast. I followed him in WWE Impact where he was the main man. And then back to WWE again. Uh, Braun Strowman, I don't hate him at all. My daughters have a huge Braun. Strowman Mark, I think the dude's a beast too. But from the push they were giving him maybe to a year and a half from now to the bullshit they got him doing now, like he's just boring. So I gotta go with Bobby Lashley on that one. Then we do have the SmackDown Women's Championship match, which is Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. It's a two-on-one handicap match. And you know those stipulations were able to be made because they won a match uh, this week on SmackDown, I believe it was, and that's what they picked. Um, believe it or not, Bailey's going to win. Bailey's going to win. Nikki Cross is nowhere near to be champion yet. Her gimmick even sucks. They were supposed to change it months ago. They didn't. Now they just have her doing a best friend thing with Alexa Bliss. And uh, wasn't that done before already with Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss? Wasn't it done already with Mickey? Uh, excuse me, I can't even think of her name. God forgive me. Nick Aldis' wife. Mickey James. I'm sorry, Mickey. No offense. Wasn't it done already with her and uh, Mickey James? Like, this is bullcrap. How many times are you going to keep recycling? in the story about Alexa Bliss with her best friend that she's going to trade on and do dirty because she's a heel when she doesn't have the belt because you give her the belt too much already. It's just stupid. But my pick is Bailey to retain her title and I feel that Sasha Banks is actually going to make her return tonight and help Bailey win and then hopefully turn on her so they fight next. Uh, we do have the Raw Tag Team Championship match. We have the Revival versus the Usos. My pick, the Revival. The Revival got scrubbed for years. They piss on them. They took the social media. They asked for their uh, release from the company. WWE gave them a big push. The push lasts like two weeks. They win the belt. They lose them. They're scrubs. They win them again. They lose them. They're scrubs. There's no way the Revival can lose this match. They need to actually be champions for a while so they can actually back up what they say and build the reputation and the push that WWE has given them. And plus the Usos have been tag team champs too many times and they don't need it right now. Excuse me. My pick, The Revival. We also do have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, which is Daniel Bryan and Rowan uh, versus The New Day versus Heavy Machinery. 
my pick, Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Bryan's not going to be in a excuse me title pitcher anyway anytime soon for the World Heavyweight Championship. He doesn't need it. Him and Rowan are kicking ass. Rowan stepped his game up since he's been with Daniel Bryan. The dude looks like a brick shit house anymore. Uh, what was he going to say? And plus, they want to redo the whole tag team thing, like he says, even though they haven't even really done it yet. But the New Day once again has had the belt too many times. They're going to get it a couple more times in their career, and not tonight. And even though the Heavy Machinery is a great team and they're trying to make them blue collar for the fans it's not their time yet even though they were put in many many years on the independent circuit but my pick for that match is daniel bryan and eric rowan uh we also have alistair black versus cesaro so you already know alistair black's gonna win and it pisses me off because his opponent was supposed to be randy orton that was supposed to be his first one and that would have been some shit so maybe they're holding it for the future or maybe it's due to a little bit of news that i have about randy orton after we come back from a commercial break but cesaro is a beast but vince already labeled him and said friggin a year like a over a year ago that he's not the championship material he's not going to make him champion which is absolutely fucking insane because cesaro is a beast that guy is ridiculous and uh it's like they're making him pretty much how they have um uh cassius ono how he's the gatekeeper for nxt which means you're the first guy you gotta beat you're the lowest on the bottom of the total totem it's like they're doing the same thing with cesaro for the main roster so if you're coming on the main roster and you want to get past the gatekeeper the lowest ring on the rung on the totem uh that is cesaro which is sad because he doesn't deserve that shit but the winner of that match, of course, is going to be Alistair Black. Uh, and uh, that could be on a pre-show. I don't know, but I, I think so. Two matches got to be on a pre-show, so it didn't say. But this next one definitely probably will be. Uh, we do have the Cruiserweight Championship. It is Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese. Now, if you listened to my show last night, Gulak had an awesome outing at uh, Evolve's 10th anniversary show. Gulak has been one of my favorites since two, uh, the Cruiserweight tournament started when he came. He's from Philadelphia. He's a no-joke, rough-and-tough guy. He's the real deal. Tony Nese, again, he's from where I'm from around from New Jersey area that guy's a beast I'm glad he got his push but it is Gulak's time to shine and he will retain that title tonight like I said, I do put up some matches and all that, and I always call the match of the week. I don't know if I said it already, but if not, on the Twitter and on our Facebook group, uh, with the match of the week I did pick was from Slammiversary that just happened. It was Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard, and it's a fucking awesome match. So if you didn't see that, or if you don't like intergender, or you didn't know if you would like it and you want to see how it should be done properly, check out that match on our social media. And I also posted the history of the Bullet Club, Part 1 through 5. So it goes from the start with Finn Balor, uh, Carl Anderson, Tamatanga, and then even when the leader switched, when AJ joined, when Kenny Omega became the leader, when AJ was the leader, and even all the way up to Jay White being the leader. Current history. So definitely check out the Bullet Club. I'm a huge Bullet Club, Elite, Young Bucks, all that mark. They're the bomb. Alright, real quick, we gotta pay the bills, and we will get back to some wrestling news that I have. Some of it's a little, I don't know, crazy. Uh, I got a little movie news, and then we gotta go about those two social media guys, and then we'll wrap it up. We gotta get ready for this WWE pay-per-view tonight. Remember, it's the AEW Insider 1 on Twitter, and AEW Insider on all social media. I'm your host, Lee Benz, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. 
Alright folks, we're back with the rest of the show. As always, I'm your host Lee Bentz and thank you for joining us on the AEW Insider. Now rumors are that Randy Orton is seriously injured and needs uh, surgery. I believe it's a shoulder. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But it's not good. Like It could literally lead to retirement. And if it does, I just want to say thank you, Viper. Because, I mean, Randy Orton is awesome. I actually met him like in his second year in WWE at a radio station. I won a con- contest. And even though he plays a heel on TV a lot and all that, he was the nicest guy. But whether you like Orton or not, you can't take it from him. I mean, not even that he's the third generation. The guy's fucking awesome. He really, really is. It just sucks that WWE hasn't had a good story for him in eons. But I hope he is alright and I hope he comes back. Even though he pisses me off sometimes and it's not his fault, it's because they give him a lame-ass fucking storyline. It's always good to have the Viper around because that guy always produces. He's good shit. So I hope, we'll wish you all the best, Viper. Uh, we know that Sheamus has to retire soon also due to his illness. He's got the same illness that took edge out of wrestling. Now, I heard this months ago when Sheamus was still wrestling for a while, but from what I hear now, like the end's the end. He's got to retire. He's not going to be able to walk, which is sad. Uh, also just injured, it is believed that Tamina Snuka got a concussion. Ugh. You know those things are super dangerous and everything that's been coming to light the last couple of years on them. Um, I want to give the best wishes to all the ladies and gents for, my, for myself and everybody here at AEW Insider. I hope it all works out. And with that concussion thing, I don't have it on files. I'm just talking off, I mean, on, on hand. So I'm just talking off the cuff here. But there was a guy who used to be on... Um, tough enough the first nxt his name is chris something he was a really 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 smart guy he didn't win the show but he had a little bit of a wrestling career i think he had a concussion and he had to retire well for the last like 10 plus years he's been doing this thing like he's got an organization he goes around and does speaking engagements about concussions and how serious they are and he literally has a whole list already and mark henry just agreed like a month ago on busted open radio to do it awesome he's got these professional athletes Athletes, football, basketball, wrestling, whatever, who have had concussions to agree to donate their brains to science after they pass away so they can try to figure it out this whole thing. So, I mean, it's commendable. It's awesome. Chris, you're awesome. And like I said, the best to everybody. Concussions are nothing to mess around with. Uh, the Miz and Maurice held a gender reveal party or just a party for their upcoming baby a few days ago. Uh, they're giving their already daughter they have, Monroe, a new baby sister. Uh, many of Miz's friends who were not working attended, including the likes of John Morrison and the smoking wife, Taya Valkyrie. So congratulations to the Miz's. Uh, a few months ago, well, it's not, I don't want to say their real last name, but, you know, the Miz and his wife. Uh, a few months ago, I reported that a Fox female employee accused ex-WWE star, Clode, uh, excuse me, Brodus Clay, a.k.a. Tyrus, of sexual harassment. So in typical Fox fashion at the time, they didn't fire him. You know how they did with, like, everybody else. What they do, they gave him his own show. So instead of having a show with a group of people, with her included, they just said, hey, man, you sexually harassed her. Here's your old show. Well, as of today or yesterday, TMZ reported that that woman or another one who works with him came forward with text messages from him. Not only he did that, got away with it, now he's busted. The text messages say things like, yo, you better be nicer to me when I see you next time, or I'm going to send you another dick pic. Another dick pic? That means you already sent one. It happened from like November of last year until this year. So it's just insane. That guy had two major careers, WWE and Impact. He fucked them both up. For some way, he gets a 
dream gig on Fox News, even though I don't like Fox News, that's still a dream gig. He gets sexual harassment, he still keeps his job, and he's at it again. So let the cards fall where they lay. You get everything you deserve, Tyrus, Brodus Clay, whatever the hell your pervert name's ass is. Uh, John Moxley is over in New Japan kicking ass in the G1 tournament. You gotta see his backstage post-match interviews. It's fucking hilarious. They've all been gold so far. All right, I got more wrestling news and all that, but I also got to do the result show tonight, and I want to keep you guys forever. Real quick, let me touch on some movie news. Uh, my movie pass is still down. The company's redoing their app, so we haven't gone to the real movie. Why go to the real movies? I mean, the real movies then pay when you got movie pass you're paying for. So uh, Friday night, I actually watched three movies, which is insane and unlikely for me in one day anyway. I did watch the Netflix show Point, I mean, movie Point Blank. What it is is a buddy, <clears throat> excuse me, a buddy comedy. It's got uh, the the Falcon. I, mean, I don't want to say Anthony Anderson. That's not his name now. But it's got the guy who plays the Falcon in Marvel and it's also got the guy who plays Crossbone. So you know, I'm just saying it doesn't help in it. Blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. <clears throat> I apologize. All this talking to get my throat screwed up. I don't have a cough button. I'm not in a real studio yet. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's a buddy comedy. The cops, I mean, the, excuse me, uh, the, oh, Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie, Mackie, I'll just say, Mackie's plays a doctor or like a nurse in a hospital. His wife is pregnant. Uh, what you call it? Some guy comes into the hospital, he gets hit by a car, blah, 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 and uh, kind of find out there's a big cops conspiracy going on with the DA, what have you. But anyway, that guy who got hit with a car, his brother kidnaps Mackie's wife, and he said, if you want your pregnant wife back, you got to bring my brother to me. So now it's a, just a regular nurse with a pregnant wife, and he's got to break out a supposed killer, you know what I mean, and work with him to go get his wife back. So it's a buddy comedy, it's action, what have you. The coming attraction was hilarious. That's what made me want to see it. Um, out of 10, I give it like a 6.5 or 7. IGN gave it like a 5 or a 5.5, but it's too low. It's not the greatest buddy comedy, but there's a lot of cool action and some funny parts, a couple of lame, stupid parts too, but it's definitely worth a watch if nothing's on. Uh, then I also watched two older movies I didn't get to watch. We're, we're real, real hardcore horror movie buffs in this house. So I watched James Franco, The Vault, which was a straight-to-video movie about some bank, uh, about bank people, bank teller, and uh, people come in to rob their bank. They act like a big uh, fire's going on. They set a fire, and at the, uh, excuse me, that uh, keeps the cops busy while they go rob this bank. So they go to rob the bank, and I'm not telling you too much. I never will spoil. It's just what the coming attraction shows you. But they go to rob this bank and there's not enough money for their taste and the teller tells them there's a vault downstairs with six million into it uh it's a horror movie like i said so when they go down in the vault you can only imagine what happens so definitely check out the vault and I also watched one I've been trying to see for a while. It's called As Above, Down Below, I believe. It used to have a different title. But it's about people who go to the catacombs. They're like an investigation group, and they go to the catacombs in Paris because they're looking for like a certain something. Like they, That's what they hunt. That's what they do. But they get to this certain part, and the catacombs they're not supposed to be in, and pretty much it's hell. Like, it's literally hell. So things they did in their life or fucked up things come back to haunt them, maybe kill them, what have you. Yeah, it was a decent flick. 
Black. So definitely check them, check them all out. Point Blank, like I said on Netflix, I did give like about a 6.5 or a 7. As above, down below, same thing, a 6.5 or a 7. And The Vault, same thing, 6.5 or 7. Nothing spectacular, nothing you got to rush out and see. But if you're just chilling, you know what I mean, and have nothing better to do, they're worth a watch. Uh, also, real quick in some movie news, horror director John Carpenter is co-writing a Joker comic book that's due out this Halloween. I can't wait for that. And I don't know if I reported it or not. I don't think I did. But the rumor is, is that they are making a sequel to the 2018 remake, or an, excuse me, continuation of Halloween, which was awesome, if you ask me. Uh, not only are they making a sequel, they're supposed to film two of them at once and release them both in October for 2020. So even if they only do one, I'm happy because they have a sequel. But if they actually do both in one month at Halloween, that's going to be fucking awesome, part two and three. So stay tuned for news on that. All right, real quick to these internet sensation guys. They're sensations for the wrong reason, but they're all over. Uh, if, one, if they both didn't come out about the same time, then they'd really be huge. But Condo Chris is not as popular as the bagel shop guy. But Condo Chris is a nut. Like I said, it's this guy. He was leaving his building, and uh, he has a son with him. And there's a black guy just waiting outside. For no reason, he goes up to this black guy, and he demands for to know who he is. Who are you? What are you doing here? What's your name? Do you have ID? So, of course, the black guy's like, I'm waiting for my friend. You know what I mean? That wasn't a good enough answer for Condo Chris. So, he literally gets on his cell phone and calls the fucking police. Like, there is a black man in front of my apartment building. He won't identify himself, what have you. Like, it is insane. So, the black guy just recorded him, and after a while, he's pissed off. So, he starts talking him on, which I agree with. Uh, the guy had a little Chinese son with him, like I said. He's probably about six years old. The son is smarter than. And the father, the son's like, Daddy, I don't feel comfortable. Leave the man alone. He's waiting for his friend. You heard him. Come on, let's go. Blah, blah, blah. The kid is so level-headed. And if the dad listened to him, it would have worked that way better. So they just sit there for, I don't know, it's got to be a good couple minutes. And this guy's literally calling the cops. And then at the end of the video, the black guy's friend actually comes down from the building. So he wasn't lying. He wasn't a thief. He wasn't a killer. He was waiting for his friend. And Condo Chris had no right doing what he did. So then it was a black guy's turn to have some fun. He started following down a block, recording him. Condos Chris like, please don't use that language in front of a little child. After all the shit you were doing, you hypocrite. So it's just crazy. But that was the second biggest thing that came out on the internet. And it would be number one, but uh, the bagel shop short guy with the bad temper overtook that. But definitely, you could check all these videos out, especially this, Condo Chris and Bagel Shop Guy. They're all on my Twitter. Plus interviews with them, news reports, what have you, and they're awesome. AEW Insider one. Now on again to the bagel shop guy. His name is Chris Morgan. He's a little short dude and he's very, very pissed and he is social media gold right now. His 15 minutes of fame are here and he's taking advantage of, advantage of it. Come to find out though, he had his own YouTube channel before that and he was doing his own videos. So somebody actually put it in the compilation. It's a 48 plus video of pretty much pure gold and again it's on our Twitter so check it out. It's got a few stinkers in it but not not many at all. It's a must-see.
Uh, it has things like a guy who owes him money. He approaches the guy right outside of his house early in the morning. And the guy owes him 1500 bucks, and he's demanding it. And the guy winds up calling the cops on him. But you got to see the exchange. It's awesome. Uh, also, I guess he did some Uber work. And there's a black woman in the back of the car. I don't know what led to it, but he wants her the fuck out of the car and tells her just like that. So they get into a little verbal altercation. Uh, there also was a bar argument. There's a bar argument about, again, his height. Because the original video, it's all about that he's four foot eleven and five foot, and women make fun of him and guys. So they have him with a bar fight, uh, getting in an argument about his height. Uh, also, they have him fighting outside the library with a librarian. I guess he got kicked out the day before he shows up, and the woman doesn't want to be recorded. But it doesn't matter if she likes it or not. In this day and age, you can record anybody in public as long as it's not perverted, and that's what he was doing. So she really didn't want to help him out, even though he's a little douchebag, and uh, it was crazy. So check that out. Uh, he in a store somewhere. He by the bathroom section in the store or a mall. He was calling out a woman for cursing at her child. She walks off to him and slaps the phone out of his hand. And then uh, he calls for the manager, which is nuts. And then also too, like five something in the morning, he goes to a Seven Eleven to get his normal thing. And two Indians are there. One of them asks him how tall he is. And that is fucked up. How do you just have somebody come in your store? There's no good morning. How are you today? How can I help you? The first words any amount to how tall are you? So, of course, little man Chris Morgan went the fuck off. He stayed there for probably about 10 minutes berating him, and then the cops came. It's crazy. So you got to check that out. Uh, during an interview, I posted three or four interviews because everybody wants this guy on their show. Like I said, whenever they send a reporter to, to see him, they'll send a reporter that's over six foot. So he looks like he's two foot tall. It's it's amazing. But uh, what you call it? He revealed on an interview show, which is on the Twitter. I forget that it's called Audacity or something like that with two hoes. Uh, he revealed that a 17 year old male neighbor forced him to masturbate as a kid when he was like 13 or something. And after he told that story, he slipped and said it was numerous times, not once. It was insane. Uh, and he also admitted that he was admitted to Stony Brook, which is a mental hospital. He didn't say when, what have you, but he was admitted there once because he could not take all the people making fun of his height. So it's insane. Uh, the guy is awesome. He's gold, like I said. He just has a small man complex and serious anger issues. I'm telling you, he's going to be arrested for assault soon. Uh, it's just crazy. They just ask him how tall he is, and he goes the fuck off, and he's got a grudge against women because they don't want a short guy like that. But never mind, even if he was short or not, his attitude and his anger sucks. So it's insane, man. But anyway, definitely check out Chris Morgan and his internet sensation before it's over with. I didn't mean to get off on a ramble. Like I said, I like to give you guys all the news that interests me, but mostly this is all wrestling. You know that. If you don't like it, I always make sure it's after the wrestling news so you can tune out. And if not, definitely give me a call. I mean, excuse me, hit me up and let me know that. Don't call me. You guys be harassing me. But hit me up on Twitter hit me up on Facebook and let me know what you like what you don't like, what you want more of if I should do a separate show with this and that what have you, so I'll be back tonight after WWE's Extreme Rules we'll see how the prediction goes, who the winners are and see if it can even pale in comparison to that amazing pay-per-view that AEW put on last night so I'll see you guys in a couple hours. Again, as always, my name is Lee Betts. This is the AEW Insider. Check us out in Jabber Jabber Wrestling Universe on all social media. On Twitter, Twitter it's AEW Insider 1. On Facebook, just AEW Insider. Uh, again, it's Lee Betts. We'll see you guys later. Always stay tuned to the AEW Insider for all your All Elite news. Remember, this channel is All Elite all the time. We'll see you soon.